Hello, Scott here, and welcome to a new episode of Other Record Labels. I want to talk about how to stay organized as a record label. Um, I, I try to be organized. I try to create systems and templates and stuff like that. I find it actually quite fun. And I've talked to a few record labels in our interviews who um, uh, who actually enjoy that part of it. And there is something, um, obviously, if you started a label, you love music, you love discovering music, you love sharing music with people, but there's also some sort of like uh, administrative side of things. And we've, we did a whole episode on royalties and royalty software. Um, so there is an angle to this job that is about being organized and being strategic and, and having a good system in place. And I want to talk about that real quick. I have some really practical tips that you can use. Um, speaking of staying organized, we have this uh, toolkit and I just updated it a couple of days ago um, to help it be a little bit more organized. And it is a record label toolkit. It has all of our checklists in there, like our marketing checklist, how to start a record label checklist. I've also put a workbook in there, speaking of staying organized. And so there's some things that you can do where you can sketch out some um, some ideas and some things to help you stay organized. Um, there is all of our coupons with our partners are in, in there as well, some social media templates. So go to otherrecordlabels.com slash toolkit where you can download that for free. The whole thing is free. It's packed full of stuff. There's a um, a, a bio writing template in there, a um, bunch of stuff that you'll find helpful. Here's how I think we can stay organized as a record label. Some of the things I've heard from record labels and some of the things that I like to do. The first thing is to create systems. So what does that mean? I, I, I read about this um, example in a great book and um, here's a system. I never lose my car keys because I have a bowl at my front door, this nice carved wooden bowl. And as soon as I walk in the door, I actually have two bowls, one for my sunglasses and one for my car keys. And so when we walk in the door, it's so easy to immediately throw our keys in that bowl. And I would say 99% of the time, sometimes in the winter, it gets in a jacket, but 99% of the time, the keys are in that bowl. So I have never wasted any time looking for my car keys because they're always in that bowl. And if not, my at least the second set is in that bowl. And so that's a system. That's a system where a lot of people lose car keys. They misplace it. They're in a hurry. They're running out the door. They can't find their keys. And you end up wasting so much time. And so now there is this ingrained system that I never have to think about. I just walk in the door and throw my keys in this bowl. And so that is the type of systems that we can adopt as a record label or as a company. One of the things uh, I have, a system that I have at the, at the label is more of like a, a set rule. And that is that I need to have a certain amount of time um, from when I receive a single or when I receive a record and when it should be released. And so for a single, I tell people like I need, even if it's a spontaneous release, I need like three weeks. Now, the reason I tell people this, of course I don't, I could, I could upload it overnight, but the reason I need three weeks is because I need to allow myself to not get stressed. I need to allow myself to procrastinate because I like to procrastinate for a week. I need to allow for if the DSPs reject it for artwork purposes or track uh, title purposes, uh, or if there's some sort of backlog with the distributor. So I need to allow for these things. So I'll say, you know, there's three weeks or uh, for a single and maybe three months for an album. So I have like a rule where my artists know if we want to get something out, 
I, this is my lead time I'm dealing with. Um, you know, maybe we might make exceptions, but those systems are in place so that I never get into uh, a situation where I'm stressed out or I now have competing priorities. Uh, so having that set of rules is a system. The other type of system you can have is how you batch similar tasks. So you might want to say Mondays are, are emails all day long. I'm dealing with emails. You might want to say Tuesday, we focus on licensing all of our, our pitches, updating our, uh, our catalog tracks, uh, going after artists for instrumentals, that kind of thing. That's all on a Tuesday or even just kind of batching everything. I like to audit my website at least once a month. And so maybe you set up in, in your calendar on the first of the month to be notified or the first Monday of the month to be notified, say, go to your website, make sure all the banners are up to date. Check your link in bio in Instagram. Make sure if you use Linktree or something, make sure there's not like a hundred different options that are, and, and half of them are out of date doing that kind of audit. So a system is batching your tasks. I find that to be really, really helpful and it helps me stay organized. Number two, okay, so that was the first one, create systems. Number two is planning far ahead. This is what I talked about uh, just a few seconds ago, but this allows for the unexpected and this allows for more stress-free creative thinking. If I have a record in my hands four months before I need to have it out, then I've already got the masters off to to the, the pressing plant for and, and the test pressings are being made. Um, I now have all of that taken care of and I can focus on more creative things like working on a music video or some creative promotional things that I want to do or developing relationships with some of the press that I want to send it to instead of a couple weeks before release date, blasting it out to people and begging them to cover it. I can be more free and more relaxed. And so this helps me stay organized by always having long lead times. If you have gone through any of our material, we always talk about long lead times. So when you try to release something a couple weeks from now, or even a month from now, you're setting yourself up for not only promotional failure and, and not having that record be heard as best as it could be, but you're also setting yourself up to be stressed out and to have conflict with the band and to have expectations not be met. The third thing is I like to reuse templates. I talked about the templates we have in our toolkit, by the way, otherrecordlabels.com slash toolkit, but um, I have a press release toolkit. I have uh, sorry, a press release template. I have uh, an email template. Everything that I have, I've copied from a previous release. And I actually save it with the SKU numbers. And so now all my social media banners, my website banner, everything, I can pull it all up at once in Photoshop. The press release, I can duplicate the page in Squarespace where I've been building my, my press pages and then just replace all of the information with the new artists. Um, I've just been using templates. I know a lot of you do this, but do not make more work for yourself. If you can duplicate something and change out the information, then I suggest you do that. The fourth and final thing, and then I'll let you go, is eliminate things that don't work. We did a couple episode a couple weeks ago about doing a, a album release postmortem. Look at what takes up your time and ask yourself: Is this meaningful for the artist? Is on my label? Is this meaningful for our back catalog? Is this meaningful for me as an individual? And that should help you decide if this task that is taking up your time daily or weekly or monthly is something that you should eliminate. 
I think it's so important, uh, uh, Stephen King says, kill your darlings. I think it's so important to eliminate tasks where possible. You have to look. I actually did this thing. I think I shared it um, on an episode a long time ago. But at the end of the year, I listed all of the different major initiatives that I did with my record label, but also in my personal life too, like the, the big kind of like entrepreneurial things or, or vanity projects in my life. And I gave them a score uh, on a scale of one to 10 in different categories. So um, how fulfilling is, is this uh, initiative? How profitable is this initiative? How fun is this initiative? Uh, those type of things. And then I would, you know, let's say there was five categories per initiative. I, I tally up their score out of 50. And then I would find which one was the lowest, which one, you know, was the least profitable, was the least fun, was the least fulfilling that I maybe was the least good at. And that initiative, I would have to make a tough decision to completely eliminate in the year going forward to no longer commit to that initiative or completely abandon it. So this is the kind of thing where I think you should really look for ways that you can eliminate stuff at your record label and it will help you stay organized with the other things. Do you have something that uh, helps you stay organized with your record label? I don't know if it's a software. I've talked to a lot of labels and we I know a lot of people live off of Google Sheets. I think that's very common. I, I I would die if if Google closed down those online Google Sheets because I just keep all of my album projects and the projects for the podcast, everything in those Google Sheets. Let's go over this, how to stay organized as a record label. Number one, create systems. So stuff like rules that you live by or batching um, things together. Number two is planning ahead, always allowing yourself lead time. Number three, uh, reusing templates. And number four, eliminating things that don't work. I hope you found that helpful. <laughs>